at first place, uh, because I was clueless, because I just did the exam just to beat it, um, I did not want to go to med school. Okay. And my mom says, well, this is your chance. I mean, either you make it there or maybe you can keep thinking about it all your life and say you didn't take that chance. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Our guest this week is Dr. Shweta Argwal, the owner of All Mode Luxury Aesthetics. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you, Michael. And for visioners who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? I'm Shweta Agarwal. I'm a wife, a mother, uh, and now an entrepreneur and a small business owner. So for the business owner out there, what kind of services do you have to offer them? We offer services under the realm of medical aesthetics. Okay. What that is, it's a field of medicine, which is happy medicine. Right, right. right. Improving your external appearance, okay. improving your skin. Okay. We offer medical grade skincare, right? Protecting you from skin cancer. Oh, that's a good right? one. We offer wrinkle relaxers, dermal fillers, collagen boosters, different kind of lasers to improve your blemishes, get rid of your unwanted hair, medical grade peels. So anything that would make you feel better. Is it also all the things that help with your outward appearance to help with that first impression? Who doesn't look at the mirror before they walk out of the house, right? Everybody does. We are conscious about our looks. We like to be presentable. I think being presentable is being social. Right. That's the way I feel about it. And that makes you confident. So if you're confident under your skin, you would be a more confident person wherever you are going. That's one thing to it. Second thing I say on a more medical or philosophical level is healthy skin, healthy body, healthy mind. Okay. I like that. Healthy skin, healthy body, healthy mind. Brilliant. So we promote health and wellness and make you happy. You had no intent in getting into medicine in the first place, did you? Uh, well, um, I guess I'm blessed. You're right about that. Right. Um, I was just uh, writing the exam to clear it because my friends was doing it. They were doing it. And how old were you when, when this was going on? I was 15. You're 15? <laughs> okay, and this was in India? It was in India. Okay. I finished my education. I finished my 12th grade. Um, before finishing the 12th grade, my friends had the intent to go into medicine. Right. So they start reading about the exams. And in India, we had to pass the competition mm -hmm. to make it to med school. So um, I guess I had nothing better to do. I said, I will be with right. you guys studying at the same time. <laughs> right. So right after high school summer, we were studying together and we studied together and wrote the exam. And to my surprise, I got selected. And then I had this big question, now what to do with it? <laughs> sure, right, right. <laughs> so at first place, uh, because I was clueless, because I just did the exam just to beat it, um, I did not want to go to med school. Okay. And my mom says, well, this is your chance. I mean, either you make it there or maybe you can keep thinking about it all your life and say you didn't take that chance. Mm. So um, I just decided just to go. So I went there and for the first year or two, I was very uh, miserable just because I didn't want to do it. Mm. It was hard. Uh, a lot of studying through the nights, a lot of passing exams, other things. And 
most of the people were much older um, than I was. So it was a little bit of challenge there too. Um, but then I guess I made it, uh, met my husband there and that made the life easier. <laughs> sure, right. Was that what you trained for in India? I did my med school in India and thereafter I did my post-graduation in University of Arkansas Medical Sciences here. How did you get into the University of Arkansas? Because that's quite a feat. <laughs> it is, it is. I guess that was my calling. Right. I mean, I after I finished my med school, I was looking to go to a university with great education and further my education into medicine. Right. And I started applying. I mean, think of this word as a big umbrella, right? You right. apply anywhere and everywhere. Right. And of course, coming to United States from India was a dream for sure. Why is that? Because again, the, the education here is so much better. Mm. We have the most advances in the field of medicine here. The care is better. Mm -hmm. Lifestyle is better. Oh. I mean, I at that point of time, I looked at it as not going overseas or to a different country, but going to a higher university for education. After you graduated from the University of Arkansas, you could have gone anywhere in the world with that degree. Why Bakersfield? <laughs> Because I think Bakersfield is the best place in the world. Okay, I mean, all right. What is that? I mean, I, and I mean it. I mean it. I mean, it has given me everything and anything so far in my life. But at that point of time, we were looking for um, a good place to settle down, mm -hmm. right? Being a family, young family at that time, my daughter was eight months old. So we got this call. We applied everywhere. I applied everywhere for a job. And I got a call from a recruiter from Bakersfield, I mean, recruiting in Bakersfield, right. who was giving me two free Disneyland tickets. <laughs> they suckered <laughs> you in with Disneyland. <laughs> okay. So I tell my husband, well, let's just go. I mean, if it doesn't work out, doesn't work out. But at least with our eight-month-old, we right. can go to Disneyland. Sure, <laughs> sure. That's how I came. And when I first came, I still remember we stayed in the downtown hotel. Right. I interviewed with the clinic. And I go around. And when I did read up, they, actually one of my professors from Arkansas said that, oh, you are literally going in armpit, armpit of California. I mean, he told me that. <laughs> and when I actually came from Los Angeles, I still remember it was, I believe, a month of October, right uh -huh. around this time. And the mountains were green. Right. So I thought it was pretty. I felt like I'm in Switzerland, <laughs> honestly, you know. Right. And um, I mean, I just liked everything. And then after that, we did go to Disneyland. So right. that kind of added to the fun. Right. Yeah, I was just convinced that this is where I want to be. You had the opportunity to change careers and stay in medicine, though. What was the big breakthrough that said, I have got to get into aesthetics? So being in medicine, again, um, it's a great gratifying field being a primary care because, you know, I feel patients respect you. They come mm -hmm. to you for their expert, for your expertise, but at the same time sharing their part of the story. Right. So as a primary care, I had that great opportunity. And at the same time, I was fortunate enough where I could share their lives, mm -hmm. which is what made me very, I want to say I was very um, grateful for that part of medicine. Right. But at the same time, I think I went through this phase of having a poor self-image. Mm. I can even call it looking back at postpartum depression phase at that point of time. Sure. I just didn't feel comfortable under my own skin. I look at myself and I was just not happy looking at myself. Right. 
I tried to look for solutions. I did go to some, uh, using my CME money, I did go to some aesthetic conferences at that time. Right. And I did seek some aesthetic procedures and that made me feel very happy. Suddenly right. very happy. Right. I mean, it was just me still, but doing some changes made me feel like, oh, I am a different person, right. like mentally also. Right. So I felt happy about it. Then being in primary care, I did come across a lot of young girls also at that point of time. They were going through some image issues and I could relate to that. Right. Even females in middle age, men also, you know, they had some aesthetic issues, which probably they were voicing it more because, you know, to me, when patients are coming, half of the time they're healthy. If right. they're not healthy, I ship them to specialists. Right, right, <laughs> right? right, right. So they, they like to share their life and stories with me. So I had that opportunity knowing more about their lives, their insecurities, their fears. And I realized I could relate to them personally also. Mm. And I felt, well, I have the capability and the power to change that. I could do that for myself. Why don't I share this knowledge with others? Right. So that's how I started diving into aesthetics. And more I dived into it, the more I loved it. More, right. I mean, I was very thankful for what I was doing before. But this was more of um, like that satisfying moment. Oh, I go home and I, I feel very happy. That's how I started diving into aesthetics. That's how I started aesthetics. And uh, now here I am. Here you are. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and answer a question from Visionary Nation. How's that sound? Sounds great. So this Visionary question is courtesy of Mike Saba, a Zillow premier agent with Watson Realty, selling Bakersfield homes since 1992. Give Mike Saba a call at 661-203-8406. Reach him at MikeSaba1 at iCloud.com today. Visioner Trent from Visalia asks, as we build our business, we've discovered there's no one path to success. Where did you go for advice to set the direction of your business that you and your employees can follow? As you know, I'm a physician to start with, uh -huh. right? right? So went to med school, right. um, did my board certifications right. in medicine, thereafter right. in obesity medicine, and then in aesthetic medicine. And I thought, great. I guess I'm ready, right? <laughs> right? Just open the doors. Open the doors. People would come running, <laughs> right, asking right. for me, looking sure, for me. Sure. Well, guess what? Reality <laughs> is different, right? Very different, yes. When I started looking into the project of starting the business, uh -huh. I realized I know nothing, mm. right? right. Um, it's a whole, it's a Pandora's box. I have to right. open it and then figure out what to do with it. Right. So I did seek help with other physicians who okay. have already been uh, doing business in right. the field. They take their advice, take a piece from here, piece from there. Right. A lot of other business owners who have been doing business. My, really? I mean, I was fortunate enough to ask my friends, some hoteliers. Taking that advice was just the beginning of it, mm. right? Now putting it all together. Right. was another piece of the puzzle that I had to solve. Right. And it did not come easy. I mean, right. I had uh, my own setbacks and then going from there, some successes, right. uh, which led me here. There was one quote which I read uh, from Tony Robbins, okay. which really stuck with me okay. always. And it's still there, it stays with me. Right. That ultimate resource is resourcefulness. Right. Um, right, yes. So he says that, you know, every human being has it. You know, but um, again, if you can harness that resource, you can have the resourcefulness for that resource, then only you can be successful. Right. And I so much believe in it. 
You know, I think we have our resources all around us. Uh -huh. We have to seek for those, find that help. And I believe, I mean, living in Bakersfield, I feel, I, I feel fortunate that we have this small town feel in a big town, right. big population, right. where people come for help when you call. Right. So I did have this group of people. Now, as I opened the business, I do feel we have other organized places. You know, Greater Bakersfield Chamber is one of them. Right. Like I said, you know, I just picked whatever I got right. and tried to squeeze some lemons to make lemonade. Sure. <laughs> to emphasize the point, you went out and sought after this information. You went to the Chamber of Commerce, you went to the Women's Business Conference, you went to these other organizations. How did you vet which physicians to listen to, which property managers to listen to? You know, which, which were the key people that you were willing to say, okay, I trust them? I felt the biggest um, advice that came from is mostly the small business owners. And I do mean it. Because I think they have done this so many times that they can walk you through and you can take that experience to build your own rather right. than doing it from scratch. So that's where I usually trusted people when they were coming with those genuine words to sure. me. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, okay, I want to start a business, but I've got a full-time job. But I also have a family too. How do I balance all that stuff out? But before we do that, if visionaries want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Well, they can definitely uh, go on our website, alamodmedspa.com. We, our phone number to reach is 661-404-4661. They can always call us or contact us via email, contact, C-O-N-T-A-C-T, contact at alamodmedspa.com. Social media? We have our Instagram page, again, alamodmedspa. Same is true for Facebook. So yeah, we respond on all platforms. We are just text away. And if you want to see some behind the scenes pictures and videos, I saw some of the staff running around with cameras. I can't guarantee what it is they took pictures of, but you're going to have to go to, I think, it's, is it Instagram that you're posting those on? Hello? Hello, Did you Are you posting those behind the scene pictures on Instagram or Facebook? Instagram it is. So we'll talk more about <laughs> what do you do about the full-time job and the part-time business when we come right back. With the dark winter cold, rats and ants are being pushed into your home. Stay comfortable in your home with a call to Oxley Pest Control at 661-325-2687. The professionals at Oxley Pest Control can install door sweeps and traps, keep those little critters out, and protect your greatest asset. Call Oxley Pest Control at 661-325-2687 or visit them at oxleypest.com. That's O-X-L-E-Y-P-E-S-T dot com now. The reason we're here with Dr. Shweta Argwal is because of a visionary question that came from a visionary just like you. We had a visionary that wanted to find out, yeah, how do I talk to and how do I vet the people that can help me give the advice I need to grow my business? So if you've got a question, you've got a thought, something you'd like to learn about here on Small Business Celebration, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and who knows, your question could appear here on Small Business Celebration. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. When you started this business, Alamo Luxury Aesthetics, this is your second business. 
And your first business was down south in Santa Monica? That's correct. And what kind of a business was it? It was a med spa too. Okay. When I got that opportunity to run that business, right. it was just by chance one of our friends uh, referred us to that business. It was already a running business by the non-physician partners. That's a, that's a dream for most business owners because yeah. the business is already opened, it's already got customers. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that? 100%. Right. So that's how I felt about it and I definitely took that opportunity to jump into that right. and be a part owner of that business. Right. But again, uh, that's where the quest starts. Ah. It was, everything was rosy to start with. Right. And it was a good business, established business with customers coming in, money coming in. But sooner or later, I realized they wanted me there uh, to just have a physician partner. Um, my license to be there so they can run the business. But not you physically there. Because if I'm going to be physically there, I would be seeing what they don't want me to see. Ah, yes. So um, here I am with my love of aesthetics, really trying to drive 110 miles every week. So you were living up here in Bakersfield uh, and it was down in Santa Monica? It was. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And I was traveling every week, right? occasionally twice a week, right. to uh, run the business, right. also to be a provider in the business. So I wanted to be a part of this business because of my love for aesthetics. Right. I want to be in the room doing the aesthetic procedures. And this was an opportunity which was already like laid out for me. Oh, you just go and do it. Right. right? I don't have to do the business. I don't have to set it up. And that's the last thing I want to do to be in that room. Sure. So this was perfect. Right. Perfect dream. Right. And down south, that's where the everybody says the market is, the need is. People are very well versed with these kind of procedures and this kind of business. Right. So you don't have to teach them anything. They would just come and you will do it. Right. That was working out, but um, like I said, when I realized that, oh, they just don't want me there, they just want my license. It made me worried, right? scared. Yeah. Right? Because you could lose your license if they did something wrong. Exactly. Right? And a um, lot of, um, because the, the person who was running the business was actually not physically there either. Oh. So it was an employee-run business. Wow. So things happening there which shouldn't be happening. Right. All in all, it was just, I would say, uh, a lesson learned. Right. A uh, lot of tears, a lot of sweat, right. a lot of time lost with traveling, right. taking away the time from my younger kids. Right. So all those things combined together, but it just made me more, um, I would say, educated business person after that, business right. women after that, right. able to get out of it right. and finally get to this right spot. <laughs> When you closed that business, right. you had the opportunity later to open this one. Right. What are some of the things, the lessons learned, as it were, that you're doing with this business from the lessons you learned about from the first business? So, well, first thing first, I learned that, you know, we have to be there for the business. Right. 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 
I feel like it's your child, mm. right? So if you leave your child, I mean, of course, they will grow older, right. right? In the direction they want to. But if you want a direction for your business, you have to be there, present, right? right? You have to be aware. Get a good group of people, mm. good group of employees, right? right? Um, also, you know, there is, I mean, no business is easy, especially, you know, when you start out from scratch. There right. are a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of fears, a lot of insecurities, right. Right? right? Finding that group of people who would be your core people, who you can lean on to, right. Right? Uh, whether it's your family, your close friends, co-business owners who are going through the same phase, right? right. Found, finding that clan and be able to lean on to. Well, that's how we met. Was that the chamber? That's true. That's you know, true. Like-minded people are getting together and talking business. There you go. Right. And you know, I for on that note, I want to acknowledge that Greater Bakersfield Chamber has been a great resource for us, helping us out about the knows how know hows of the business, right? Connecting right. to the people, right? Uh, giving us us insight in the things we don't know. Right. Reaching out to the people who could be helpful. Um, say the HR people or the real estate people or even like the businesses who can help us and we can help them. At the end of the day, I, I believe it's about making those connections, right connections. That takes us to our next visionary question. And this visionary question is courtesy of Mike Saba, a Zill Premier agent and Watson Realty, born, raised, and never left Bakersfield, he likes to say. Give Mike Saba a call at 661-203-8406. Reach him at Mike Saba1 at iCloud today. Visioneer Sabrina from Bakersfield asks, we're building our business while we have full-time jobs. How do you put aside time for you and your family? Yeah. Because you have personal experience from this because you started off, you were a clinical doctor. Right. And then you started this business. Right. And I was working all through that time. Right. Right. Yeah. I would say don't set aside anything. Okay. Take it on your stride mm. and walk along. Take your family along with you. So I'll give you an example. I have three girls, mm -hmm. right? And when we were planning to open this business, we were riding in the car thinking about what name we should have for our business. Right. And the girls are really like very excited. We should come up with the name. So they came out of the zillion names. And then finally we came up with this name. That's my older daughter. Right. Was she, it because she was eating ice cream? I have to ask. <laughs> but the name like a la mode, was, it, was ice cream and pie? Or how'd that come about? Actually, it came from something like it has to be different. Right? Okay. Because all these aesthetic businesses, they have similar names. So she said you should have something set aside. Right. Something happy. Something when people just read it, they feel happy about it. Right. right? I think she loves ice cream. So she said that's irresistible. Well, sure. Right? right. And that's where this irresistible a la mode ah, shape would come from. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> so does do you have a picture someplace of your, of your daughter and giving her kudos to the name of the business? I think I should do that now. <laughs> Right? With the ice cream cone. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. 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 But when you're not here, what do you like to do for fun? I love spending time with my family. Right. Sure. Right. Uh, with my girls, we love hiking as a family. Right. We um, like skiing. Okay. I learned skiing when I turned 40. Right. So I'm very proud of that. So I like going skiing with all of them. Right. 
we are Indians. We love celebrating our Indian festivals right. and doing the festivities. As a matter of fact, I just did this henna. Um, is yes. this for Diwali that's coming up? Well, we had what is called um, another festival called Karvachat yesterday. Okay. And we did this for that. And then, of course, we have Diwali coming up. Right. So, yeah, a lot of fun things we do. But um, honestly, if I have to have fun, I just come back to Alamode and see my patients. <laughs> uh, sure. But... What has skiing taught you that you apply to your business? Never give up. Okay. Right. So I was so scared of breaking my bone, uh, not able to ski, falling, breaking my skull. I just kept going. My girls kept me going. And that's what I felt when I had a failed endeavor with my last business. Right. I cried. I really cried a lot. Next morning, I wake up and I say, no, this is not it. This is a beginning. I have to continue going. Right. So I think anything is possible if we think in our head and decide. I mean, I'm an optimist to start with. So I right. think anything is possible if you dream of it. My dad used to teach a lot of high school students how to downhill ski. And one of his favorite quotes is, every day begins with a bunny slope. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I so just hop on the bunny slope and you'll be able to do the black diamond. <laughs> Very good. Right. What makes you wake up every morning and open your business? Well, just uh, the thought, just the thought that I would be there and I would be going in and making somebody happy. Mm. Right. I truly, truly feel when I come in and I give that mirror to somebody, hand it over to them, ask them what their concerns are. They tell me. And when they walk out, uh, and they feel like that concern, it could be just a small pimple or a small blemish or a small wrinkle. Right. But the amount of happiness that I see on their face when that is gone, that is my, my happiness, my payment for right. the day. And that's what makes me keep going. For the business owner who's having a rough day, month, year, maybe... Yeah. What words of encouragement do you have for them to, to stick it out and, and keep going and, and successful success will come eventually? When I went through this rough badge of failing one business, I looked at myself in the mirror and at one point of time, all I saw was failure. Mm. Right? Um, what would people say? Right? right? That was my thought. But then somewhere behind that mirror, I could see that person saying, well, what would you want to say to yourself? I right. mean, this is what you want to end your story or this is the beginning of your story. Mm. So I feel when you're having the worst day, make it the beginning of their story, right? Because after every worst day, there is the best day. Mm. Right? So make it that as the beginning of your story, not the end of the story. If you think this is your worst day, don't end it there. Wake up next day to make it your best. Shweta, this has been a real privilege. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thank you. And, Thank you for having me. And if visionaries want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? We are located here in downtown Bakersfield. Our address is 2120 Truxton Avenue, Bakersfield, California. You can definitely come check us out here. Uh, you can call us on 661-404-4661 or you can email us at contact at alamodemedspa.com. Check our website at www.alamodemedspa.com 
or Instagram Alamod Metzba. And you'll even see some pictures that the staff has been taking about this whole thing. I have no idea what they're <laughs> going to post. And I'll be right back with my final thought. Hello, Visioneers. Sasha and I are here to talk about we've got a new season of Small Business Celebration coming up and we're looking for ad sponsors. Isn't that a great idea so we can grow and expand what we're doing for Visioneer Nation? Yeah, he thinks so too. So if you've got a business, you've got a service that you like to promote to Visioneer Nation, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. The month of no remember. Earlier this week, a fellow visioneer friend of mine came up to me and she said, happy no remember. And I looked at her with the most dumbfounded look. I said, don't you mean happy November? And she said, no, 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 no. This is the month you see that flies by so fast that by the time you get to December, you're sitting there scratching your head going, what happened? And her point was driven home further this morning when Tamla and I were approached by Facebook that said memories from five years ago and we were looking at the pictures and giggling and laughing over the things that have changed or not changed and that prompted us to go back and look at our phones at pictures from a year ago and ten years ago and everything else and have a good time. But the visioneer's point was driven home further. November is crazy. We're getting ready for everything with the holidays and our personal lives and business lives and everything else like that. But make sure we take pictures along the way. After all, we only remember a glimpse and pieces of it during the month of no remember. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Dr. Shweta Argwal, the owner of Alamode Aesthetics, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business, and we'll see you here again next week when we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.